It's the B-List Daily on the new 105.5 Sports, live from Gridiron Restaurant here in Lewiston. My name is Aaron Morse, filling in for Maddie B on this Thursday morning. We got Coach Dave Wing in studio with us as well. Happy to have Adam Robinson from the Sun Journal, our special guest here this morning to talk all things high school basketball as we're looking forward. The state tournament has really kind of already begun. We had the Class AA North quarterfinals, a few of them yesterday in boys basketball. And Adam, you covered Edward Little versus Wyndham. And Wyndham kind of gave Edward Little a bit of a scare, but Wall may win in the end was too much, right? Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Uh, Wall may win turned out to be too much. Um, yeah, a lot of coaches around the state talk about Wyndham's defense and how they can keep Wyndham in, in a lot of games they probably shouldn't be. They beat South Portland earlier this year, which obviously played EL in the state game last year, um, and they beat Thornton this year, and it's a lot because of uh, Deerhow Bowl. He, he's a little bit taller than Wool. He's a little uh, heavier than Wool, hmm. so he can get a lot of those rebounds that Wool usually grabs. So that was a good matchup down low, but Wool turned out to be too much in the end, which he has a lot of the season. He's been the, the X factor for Edward Little this year. He's really carried them. Well, Adam, I saw on Twitter some of the highlights from that game. I mean, Wall was, make, Wall man, was making some acrobatic shots, wasn't he? Yeah. If he gets a steal around half court, which he usually does because of his long long arms, he, he usually is off to the races and you'll, you'll see something great. And Back-to-back, or very close to back-to-back plays, he stole from half court. And then one play, he had a tomahawk dunk, which you don't usually see in Maine. You go find the They've been calling technicals on a lot of those. I know. He's, he's perfected the art of, of just touching the rim while he dunks and not grasping it. Um, and, and then he had an, another play where people caught up to him on the fast break, and he had to go under the hoop kind of like Dr. J sort of and <laughs> nice. uh, flung it up off the backboard and put it in. And uh, he, he scores a lot, but he also had, I think, six blocks and nine rebounds and five steals. So, uh, yeah, he, he really – is the, the the straw that stirs the yeah, drink. I'm yeah, just thinking that in my mind. Straw right. that stirs the drink yeah. for Edward Little. That's exactly <laughs> it. So EL and Oxford Hills will now square off in the Class AA North semifinals coming up next week in Portland. Um, your early thoughts on that game, because obviously Oxford Hills, you know, they, they <laughs> yesterday we covered that one on our sister station, 96.9 Ox Country, and Oxford Hills shut out Chevers in the first quarter and then right. went on to win, you know, 71-58, so not an overwhelming blowout, but nonetheless a very solid performance. Your thoughts on that two versus three seed matchup? Well, yeah, I think my, my colleague Randy Whitehouse was at the yep. game yesterday, and he I think they didn't they go up 16 nothing. Yeah, first, something like 15 nothing, something like that. Right, yeah, and then Chevers came back 16 eight, and then yeah, that was about the the margin it seemed. Uh, Oxford Hills is a really strong team. They match up uh, size wise with Edward Little pretty well. Uh, it it as a person that's lived in the area, I wish the Flemings hadn't moved up to Bangor because Matt Fleming on this Oxford Hills team would be something special, but he's, he's made Bangor special also. Right. So um, it, it should be really, really good. I think Edward Little, would, they have a lot of shooting. They can move the ball around really well. And then, obviously, when, when you come to a tiebreaker, Wall is a pretty good, pretty good one to have, it's I'd true. say, for e- Edward Little. And EL beat Oxford Hills twice this season. Right. So we'll see what happens there. And then Bangor is still waiting the winner of Deering and Portland. Deering and Portland playing tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We've had some games moved around due to, you know, the weather and the right. storm we had here. But, you know, I don't think there's a really a prohibitive favorite in Class AA North. I mean, 
even no. Deering is a team that has really come on strong lately, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Deering, I think they'll probably win tomorrow, and if they give Bangor a run, I wouldn't be surprised. And then if you're right, if Bangor and EL face in the regional final, they went, they split the regular season one and one. It was about the same 14-point margin, and then um, the KVAC championship game, it went to overtime, and Bangor won by two. So they're pretty evenly matched. Uh, Fleming and Wall are a really good matchup to watch. They're fun to see. And so, yeah, I, I, I guess there's two favorites, but you can't pick one. <laughs> no, you yeah, really can't. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at some other stuff you've covered recently, you had a feature story about a St. Dom's girls basketball player, and they are a team that just recently won their prelim game. Now they have, uh, after that win, they have the right to, unfortunately, you know, play, what I believe it's uh, Booth Bay. They have Booth Bay. And, but tell us about um, Castingay and what she's gone through to get her team, you know, to the playoffs this year. Yeah, Abigail Castingay is a, a senior for St. Dom's. She plays soccer and also lacrosse. And last season's last year's soccer season she tore acl halfway through the soccer season so she missed all of basketball and she only could play about 30 seconds of the last game of the lacrosse season mm -hmm. um and so she's worked her way back and to to get back onto the team and be a productive member of the team and she started uh yesterday uh, or two days ago against buckfield and she's she's really a a grinder she she gets rebounds. She plays really good defense, um, and she she does a lot of the little things, which which really helps St. Dom's get to their their scores. Um, and so, yeah, her story is really really great. And yeah, you said unfortunately they have to play Booth Bay, but right. St. Dom's likes to run, and they can shoot really well sometimes if if they're on. And um, they may not win, but I think they'll give Booth Bay a real good run. But that Booth Bay just has the glory and faith Latin girls, and yes. they're they're so tall, and they they give a lot. Of, obviously, they're eighteen and zero. They give a lot of teams a lot of problems. They they did a story last year before the tournament that uh, they they both those gals, their mothers played on the last Booth Bay State Championship team, and now here are their daughters playing oh, wow. for the state championship <laughs> two years in a row. Yeah. So right. They didn't win it last year. Uh, I think Bluthen uh, had the flu, I think, during yep. the tournament yeah, week and was, just yeah, was miserable. Was right. And uh, wasn't, wasn't herself. So now that they're back on the beam, they, they will be clearly one of the teams to beat. Yep, and That definitely. is Class C we're talking about there with St. Dom's beating Buckfield 64-28. So it will be Booth Bay St. Dom's at the Augusta Civic Center on February 19th at 4 o'clock. And, um, of course, you know, the Ever Little Girls have an interesting game tonight because they're defending state champions um, yep. I'm sure you've covered them a little bit this season. Not quite a few times. Not maybe as strong this year, but they also made a run last year as a mid-level seed, right? Exactly. Yeah. Last year, a lot of people didn't think that they had what it took. The team together had what it took to win a state title, and then they they went on a run. They went on a run when they needed to, and and they they won the state title. So <laughs> um, they they have the same record as I think the two seed Wyndham. It just came out in heel points they sure. lost a lot of close games to tough teams but they beat Gorm who they beat in the state title la game last year um, they they finished the regular season by beating Bangor who has a higher seed than them so Portland will be a real tough task obviously a lot of the teams in AA North um, are a real tough teams but I think I've, I've covered them quite a bit and they they run off of uh, their guard senior guard Grace Fontaine and Jade Perry and mm -hmm. Uh, even Hannah Chaput, a junior that transferred from Lewiston a couple of years ago, 
um, she, when she's on, she can score with the best of them. So it's, it's, they've, they've shot a lot of threes this year, and I think if, if they get on a run, they can beat anybody. Oxford Hills, they almost beat them at home this year. but Right, first um, game of the season, right? Yeah, and it, it just happened to be a turnover with like five seconds left, and Julia Colby went the length of the court and scored at the buzzer. So they can, they can hang with anybody, I think. Oxford Hills, though, definitely looks like a bit of a buzzsaw there oh, in Class AA in girls' yeah. basketball. Yep. They beat Lewiston the other day in the game we covered on 96-9 Ox Country, 77-26. Just an overwhelming right. performance, and now they await that Portland EL winner, who, again, they're playing tonight, and that is in Portland yep. um, at 5 o'clock, and then next week in Portland as well. So the Vikings would, I think, prefer – well, Julia Colby said it. They prefer to play Edward Little because yeah. <laughs> they, they want to, you know – knock off the defending state champs and prove their, you know, superiority in class double A uh, yes. north. And uh, it seems like they've been that this year. Their only losses, South Portland in the south. Yep. Uh, in the game you mentioned, you know. Yeah, they just went cold. They just went cold from the field in the second half in that game. And That's they right. lost to That's Greeley right. also. Yeah, but and everybody loses to Everyone loses Pretty much. Greeley, yeah. As long as Ann and the Wolf is there, that uh, yep. yeah. pretty exactly. much says that. Well, and, you know, girls basketball class A, that Scalhegan Greeley, we keep talking about how that might – that. It looks like it's going to be the state title game based yep. on how great Skowhegan's been, right? Right. I'd <laughs> say so, too. Yeah, the Skowhegan and Greeley have kind of taken care of all their business, so to speak. Uh, I, I just don't know. You're right. As long as the Wolf's there, I don't know how anybody takes down Greeley. They've, they've beaten almost – name a, name a top team in Maine, and they've, they've taken them down. Um, Oxford Hills gave them a little bit of a run. They, they had a slow streak in the middle, and that's what did it to them if I – remember correctly from yes. reading the story yeah so uh yeah i'm sure Greeley will take over and uh, going back to a north just real quick like you said i think oxford hills definitely has that game circled against edward little if edward little does right win tonight i they they kind of talked about it early in the season um and so that that'll be a real fun matchup to see reminder fans we are broadcasting live today from gridiron restaurant and sports pub and Come see why Gridiron Restaurant Sports Pub is LA's number one place to eat. Choose from one over 150 menu items, including soups and chilies, pizza, burgers, seafood, and more. That doesn't even include their extensive drink menu. Visit them online at gridironrestaurant.com to see daily specials. And you want to watch the big game? Well, cheer on your favorite New England sports team on one of over 50 televisions located at 1567 Lisbon Street in Lewiston, Gridiron Restaurant Sports Pub. Come join the fun. We have Adam Rob Robinson with us here at Gridiron Sports Pub this morning. We are here from 10 to noon. They open at 11 a.m., so come on by and, and say hi. And, Adam, just tell us a little bit about what you're covering um, in terms of the basketball tournament in the next few days for the Sun Journal. I imagine quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be all over it. Um, right now, the only thing we have in – I have on my schedule is Rangeley Girls um, in D-South uh, on Saturday morning. But <laughs> that's just because we don't know – a lot of the teams are still playing at right. home, and we don't know the schedule for Augusta. But I'm sure I'll be spending a lot of time in Augusta at the Civic Center and down in Portland at the Expo. And um, it should be a real, real uh, clustered schedule, but it, yeah. should be, it should be fun. Well, and the Rangeley girls, as you mentioned, playing 10 a.m. on Saturday against Seacoast, uh, the eighth seed. Rangeley is a top seed there in Class D, and they're a team that has been on top a few years. Last year was not a season where they reached the state final. Vinyl Haven uh, made it to the state title before losing Southern Rustic, but Rangeley, obviously, strong team, typically. Yeah. Rangeley's, uh, they, they have a veteran coach, I think. Yes. Uh, is that the one, is it Heidi Deering? Is yes, that Heidi Deering. Yeah. 
Um, she's, she's great, and she's really installed a really good defense this year. There's been, there was an article, I think, in the Times record about it. Um, they, their defense is really strong. They, they predicate everything. Everything comes from that. They, they get on the fast break from it, and they really just hunker down and take down teams. I, I watched them play Hebron, and in the second half, it was, really, it was close at halftime, and then Rangeley made it not so close in the second half. They really buckled down. And um, they have they have seniors, they have freshmen that contribute, um, so they're they're a really well-rounded team, and I think they'll take last year's loss and use it as some sort of motiv motivation. I, I like them coming out of the region. The uh, you know everybody talks about uh, this team can score at seventy in this team, you know whatever. But when you get to the tournament, uh, nerves take have a, are a factor. The crowd, I've said for a long time, when you get into a building that in your own gym at home you got. A stage at the end of the gym. You got a wall there with padding on it. Right. You you get to Augusta Civic Center or any of those big places. Yep. There's nothing. There's no backdrop. There's right. no background. And suddenly you're a little colder. You're a little more nervous. And defense mm -hmm. in those games wins the games. It right. really does. Exactly. Yeah. You're trying to shoot, and it, it, everything looks different from behind. There's actual. <coughs> there's usually a lot of people, at least in Augusta, right behind the hoops, trying to get food. So, um, it. It can mess with some players, and you're right. I think teams like Rangeley and then like Oak Hill girls, they they're all predicated on defense, and that that goes a long way. I think you're right. I've always kiddingly told the the story of when I went to Brewer High School, Bangor played their their home regular season home games at the auditorium, Bangor yeah. Auditorium. Now they're playing back at the school. Right. And I'll never forget. I was never a scorer anyway, and I remember taking my first shot at the Bang Auditorium, I'm thinking, oh, wide open, this one's in, never hit anything. Right. I looked up like, what happened? Yeah. You know, came yeah. off and the coach says, don't, don't be shooting out there, Wing, what are you doing <laughs> anyway? <laughs> so that that was probably was my last shot. To, yeah, get as close to the hoop yeah. as possible there. But right. but really, you people don't understand how different yep. that is. There's there's no perspective, you know, the, you know it's, it's all gone. You're just out there. The basket just seems like it's just out there somewhere. Yeah. You know, it really is different. Right. So, Adam, tell us a little bit about your background. You can follow Adam on Twitter, by the way, at Funk Flashy Rob. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, tell us about the Twitter handle background, about your background <laughs> as well, how you came to work for the Sun Journal. Well, the Twitter background, the Twitter name <laughs> was just from a friend. He, We were playing soccer, and he randomly yelled that out to me, and uh, I liked the name, so I kept it. <laughs> um, my background, I guess, I, I've been in, into journalism and writing since high school, and the old Sun Journal sports editor, Justin Pelletier, um, kind of kept an eye on me. And once I was in my senior year at, at uh, Hassan and the New England School of Communication, he uh, brought me on part-time. And so I've been in the, the Sun Journal for almost two full years now, and it's, it's been great. This is my favorite time of year. Um, Basketball is probably my favorite sport, and I, I remember going to the tournament games way back before high school. And then I was a freshman. Some people may remember when Edward Little lost to Chevers in the title game and the boys' title game, and then Indiana Faithful and that whole drama thing happened. Mm. And that's what really got me into the tournament. Um, and so this is this is really my favorite time of year. Did you play at EL or No, I didn't play no, at EL. Okay. Um, I, I, I watched. I went to a lot of the games. Yeah. We had a really good fan section. We were loud. Um, did a lot of uh, track and cross-country were, were my things. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, 
it's, it's been it's been a real fun time at the Sun Journal and uh, hope to continue. Well, if you like basketball, you're in heaven this week then. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. plenty of that going on. I've already told my editor, Lee Horton, that if he just wants to put me up in a hotel. Yeah, and, you and can just stay I'll right be, up there. Yeah, I'll be fine. That's what Ryan Palmer, one of our announcers, he just he books a hotel right next door. Yeah, I don't blame stays him. Stays right at this, right there right. by the Civic Center. Says, yeah, you can walk hey, right there. What's the sense of driving all the way back to Rumford every night? Exactly. Uh, just stay right here. No, that's a drive for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> I told him it's an excuse to get, you know, a nice, yeah. nice chance to relax. Right, I should do that. He has a little little one, so. Oh, okay, yeah. peace so and quiet. Although, last year I went out to lunch with he and his wife and baby, and I, I she brings the baby up anyway. Because he, I'm kidding, he's not hiding from the baby. But, right. Oh, but, yeah. uh, no, he gets right into it, just like yep. you're talking about. Yeah, you know, it, I'm, I'm really excited. Hunker down. Yep. What was it like last year then with EL Win the state title in boys and girls basketball, and I think first time ever for the girls, at least yes, in the NBA. First time, yep, first and time ever. First for time since like the late forties for the boys, yes. right? Yeah, I think forty-seven or forty-nine. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that was a thrill. Um, just to have, as a paper, have two of our teams, at in the title game, and it was in the same day. Uh, I think Randy wrote the stories. Randy Whitehouse, my yeah. colleague, and I. I took a lot of video for it and put a little. 10-minute montage thing. It's on YouTube. You can find it on the Sports Sun Journal oh, uh, nice. YouTube page. Uh, but it, it was really fun. That was a, The crowds were into it. Um, you could got there for the first game. You covered, watched the whole two games, and it, it was great. N- neither team really looked like they were probably going to win the state title. I think you probably would have picked three or four other teams. But um, they, they like, like we've kind of said, they, they went on streaks, and they – they took them down. It was they were special teams. Maddie and I called both games, and yep. so we were there. And I, I said several times on the air. I just kept turning around, saying, "Wow, that whole side is all EL." Oh yeah. And uh, it is so exciting for the, that community. I mean, it, it was an incredible opportunity, and yep. it's interesting. I said that Hamden played for two, mm-hmm. and and uh, Greeley played for two. You talk about three communities with the same kinds of opportunities that never happen. Right. I mean, that never happens. You yeah, couldn't exactly. draw it up that way. Yep. It was great. Yeah. And, folks, we are live on the Facebook page. Hello. All right, finally. <laughs> so no we, more picking your nose or anything. Li- okay, all right, got that straight. We are live on the Facebook page here on the new 105.5 Sports on the NBR Main Facebook page. If you're looking for the video feed and you're listening right now on 105.5, you can check it out <coughs> on the NBR Main as well. My name's Aaron Morris. We got Adam Robinson from the Sun Journal. We got Coach Dave Wing with us. We are live at Great Iron Restaurant here in Lewiston. They open at 11 a.m., so come on by and say hi. Wave at the video camera. Make it like college game day behind us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything like that. And we're talking, of course, high school hoops. We were touching on Edward Little and Oxford Hills for, on the radio side of things. If you're watching now on video, Adam, let's just reiterate a little bit sure. about last night's game yeah. whether you covered with Edward Little beating Wyndham. Yeah. So Edward Little and Wyndham, Wyndham the seventh seed. But a lot of coaches will tell you around the state that Wyndham can keep – Wyndham's defense can keep them into a lot of games. And that that's what happened last night. They – Edward Little never got ahead more than, I don't think they got to 10, or maybe once. And Deerhow Bowl for Wyndham, same size as Wool, Maywen, uh, yeah. Edward Little's star player, maybe an inch taller and a little bit heavier, so he could get a lot of the rebounds that usually go to Wall. And that was a really fun matchup to watch, but then the tie break for Edward Little. If you're going to have a close game, it's good to have Wall Maywen. Yeah. who I think had 21 points, nine rebounds, six blocks. He was all over the place with a couple highlight plays. Um, and so 
Edward Little kind of went away at the end and took took the win, and they'll play Oxford Hills, which you covered we did. yesterday on the radio. Um, it was myself and Tasker Winslow on the call there, and the Vikings cut off to a 15-0 lead, 14-0 after one quarter. And, you know, talking to Spencer Strong after the game, he said, you know, he'd never seen anything like that um, on any team he'd played for, and it was right. pretty incredible. Have you ever covered a game where one team gets shut out in the – in the opening, <coughs> in the opening quarter like that? It doesn't happen often, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> Maybe they'll get two or three points. I think Wyndham was down 9-3 to three after the first quarter yesterday. But, no, not and not by, what, what was it, 15, 16 points. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a strong showing by Oxford Hills, and I think Edward Little obviously has to come to play again. They, Edward Little, we mentioned earlier, beat Oxford Hills both times in the regular season, but I think they, they match up well size-wise, and I think they'll, they'll give them a pretty strong run. The look, it seems to me, looking at EL's boys' scores this year, uh, a lot of games that you kind of were thinking they were going to blow a team out and it didn't really happen. Yeah. The, the games have been a little closer to the vest. Uh, right. And some would say, well, maybe they haven't played as well as we thought. But I could make the case that uh, I think they're going to be more tournament ready. You know, I think when yes. you just simply blow teams out, I think you lose focus. Mm. They've had to stay focused and, and yeah. ready to play. Last year, um, they they were supposed to be really good. They had a couple losses around Christmas that kind of recentered themselves and got them ready for the tournament. And I think that's a big reason why they made that run to the state tournament, the state title game. And I think this year, having a you know that bullseye on your back, basically <laughs> every game, yep, yep. every game, everyone's giving your giving them your best. Um, so. I think they've had to stay on. They lost Darby Shea last year, who shot a lot of threes yes. efficiently. Sure, but they've they've spread that shooting around, and and Wall's just taken Wall Maywen's just taken the next step, and I think they use their defense a lot more because they kind of have to, and I think they're just a little bit more efficient, I guess. Have we got any update on Wall's search for for a school to play at next year? Because I know yeah. there's an article in the paper about that. Right, Randy wrote about that. Yeah, um, it looks like. I talked to him a couple of days ago. He said he might play prep next oh, year. Sure. Um, he he hasn't gotten a lot of a lot of looks, and I I'm not too sure why. Coach Adams, like in the article, said he's a B student. Yeah. Got a pretty good SAT score. Sure. Um, and then if you just look at you look at three seconds of highlights on him, he you know what what he's about. Um, any any school in Maine, I think, would be happy to have him. And so I I don't know if he plays prep. I think that's just another year of people get to see what he's uh, what he's all about. But I. I'm surprised he's not on a team right now. Yeah, definitely very surprised. I mean, he is maybe the he's the player of the year, right? <coughs> Class Double A North. I mean, yeah. he might be the best player in the state, regardless. Of right. I think division. he's Mr. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. He, he beat out Matt Fleming of Bangor for the AA North title, and I think those are the two best players in the state. Um, and I, I think Wall just does so many different things. He was vital last year, but he's he's really taken on that leadership role this year, and he he makes everything go for a little. Absolutely. So uh, welcome in again on the Facebook page. The Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios are on the road today. We're at Gridiron Restaurant here in Lewiston. I want to remind everyone you can come see why Gridiron Restaurant Sports Pub is LA's number one place to eat. Choose from over 150 menu items, including soups and chilies, pizza, burgers, seafood, and more. That doesn't even include their extensive drink menu. Visit them online at gridironrestaurant.com to see daily specials and want to watch the big game. Cheer on your favorite New England sports team on over 50 
TV screens. Located at 1567 Lisbon Street in Lewiston, Gridiron Restaurant and Sports Pub. You can come join the fun. They open at 11 a.m. We're here from 10 to noon, so at 11 a.m., stop on by and say hi to us here. My name is Aaron Morse. We got Coach Dave Wing. We got Adam Robinson from the Lewiston Sun Journal with us here on uh, the broadcast and Adam you know from a Sun Journal from a coverage perspective I'm you know someone who studies media and works in media sort of um, <laughs> I was wondering you know when you guys talk about your approach to covering all these basketball games how do you kind of break that down in terms of who's going to do what and everything well uh, the Sun Journal recently combined with uh, the Portland Press Herald the sure. people that own them and so us a couple uh, Waterville papers are all kind of together so we get to share the load a little bit more yeah and um so that helps things. But we really are going to try to cover the, the teams that are in our region that are going to continue to play. Yeah. So Saturday morning I'm covering Rangeley girls, and then by that time we'll have a better um, idea of when and where people are going to be playing in Portland and Augusta. And we're just going to try to cover as many things as we can. And if we can't get to something, the Times Record or the Portland Press-Herald will probably get to it. So um, that makes things a whole lot easier. Yeah, the combination of the Portland Press-Herald is interesting because that's a new development, right, sort of? Yes, in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's helped sharing um, of articles and sharing the load a little bit, but we still get out there ourselves, and we cover a, quite a bit of, of uh, basketball. And we also have the hockey tournament going on right now, right. so we cover that too, but that's usually – our Lewiston area, so we don't have to go too far for that. Yeah, plus, it is, right? <laughs> exactly. Plus, you're a fan, so that, that makes a difference, too. Whether you're oh, covering yeah. a game or not, you just like to be there to yeah. experience. I, I think being at the tournament, it's an experience. The the excitement, the the crowds, the the uh, towns that, I, I kiddingly say, roll up the sidewalk and bring everybody because right. uh, yeah. this is it, baby. There, there's not much else to do in the winter in northern Maine. Let's right. go, you know? Yeah, you, we, we kind of touched on it earlier when Edward Little – won both state title games last year. Every, like half of Auburn was at, was in Portland <laughs> for the game. And that, that happens for, I'm sure, a whole lot of Rangeley people will be down Augusta um, on, on Saturday. And, yeah, a lot of these smaller towns, basketball is, what, is what's there, that and football. And, and so they, they show out, and it's a really great atmosphere. And, yeah, Randy Whitehouse and I are really, really big basketball fans, big tournament fans, and so it just makes it all that easier for us. Absolutely. We'll take a break here on the B-List on the new 105.5 Sports for live at Gridiron Restaurant from 10 to noon. Back in a moment, this is the B-List, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios on the road at Gridiron. 